So tonight, uh, we're going to talk about credit cards. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> okay, show of hands. How many people have a credit card? Just max it out. All right, thank you. <laughs> it's going to be that kind of night. All right. Uh, um, okay, I need to fill out... I kind of need to fill out where people are coming from. How many of you um, have a credit card? And you don't have to raise your hand for these, okay? You have a credit card. You know how to use it well. You're kind of in a good place with it month to month. Matt? <laughs> Andy, good? Yeah, okay. Cool. How many of you think credit cards are from the devil because Dave Ramsey said, don't go get a credit card? Okay, cool. That's okay. Yeah. Um, how many of you actually do the envelope method? <laughs> no. Um, if you took Dave Ramsey, you'd laugh. If not, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> Where do you guys keep your envelopes? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> so I want to talk about... Um, so tonight, I just want to get some really practical things about credit cards, okay? Um, and so there's a couple of... There's a lot of people have different motivations for getting a credit card. Uh, and I'm just gonna tell you about some common ones quick. So well, some people off at the store. Do it right now. There we go. Um, if you go to the Gap, you can get 20 percent off. If you sign up right now. <laughs> Is the Gap still a thing? Okay, oh, yeah. cool. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> um, gosh, I haven't been in a mall in forever. The only reason I go to a mall now is to walk my kid around in the stroller when it's too cold. So I don't. Um, so some people like credit cards. Who, like, is scared of the thought of having a credit card? Anybody? Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, so, who knows that you can actually use a credit card to get a lot of rewards and good things from it? Yeah? That's good. Yeah. Um, who thinks that a credit card is a good way to spend money that you don't have, and then, heck, I'll figure out how to pay it later? Yeah. All right? All right. That's going to be a rough night. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, and uh, some people also use credit cards as an emergency fund. Like, if you have a... Do you know that 70% of America, if they had a $400 expense right now, uh, wouldn't be able to cover it? 70% of America. So, how many people are in this room? Right? So there's no shade in that. It just it is what it is. Um, but some people will use credit cards as an emergency fund. Um, okay, so those are some like just classic motivations for getting a credit card. Um, somebody tell me actually what even is a credit card? A piece of plastic. A piece of plastic. In Great. The shape of a rectangle. All right. So it's a rectangular piece of plastic. It's a social construct. Uh, I mean, she's not wrong. It's a little angsty, but not wrong. Uh, <laughs> credit line. Credit line. Yeah. Um, okay. So how about a, a credit card? Is a plastic card that allows you to spend money on credit. What does it mean to spend money on credit? Wow, that was great. I didn't expect this many answers. Okay, what? IOU. IOU? Yeah, okay. You're, it's a way to spend the bank's money, right? And then say, hey, bank, I'll pay you back later. Yeah? Um, okay, so um, the way I look at it, it's like taking a loan out for the amount that you're spending on it. So if I go to Starbucks and, and pay four bucks for a coffee on a credit card, I'm actually taking a loan out for four bucks to pay for that coffee. Or five bucks now, which is insane. Um, but... Um, so a credit. So does everybody know the difference between a debit and a credit card? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just, just in case. Okay. So a debit card is also a little piece of plastic that you swipe, 
but that's attached to your bank account, right? And so you can literally see the numbers going down in your account when you see that. If you have first citizens, it takes like two days to show up, so don't trust that. But um, if you have, <laughs> so if you have a if you have a debit card, you see your account go down. But did you notice that when you spend on your credit card, you actually see the numbers go up, right? Those numbers are how much money you owe the bank. Uh-huh. <laughs> How'd that feel? <laughs> uh, so a credit card is actually attached to a bank's bank account. And so you're, you're literally adding up how much you owe them when you look at your account. So, um, all right. So, um, so that's the major difference between debit and credit, right? So when you're using a debit, you're using your own money. When you're using credit, you're using someone else's. Yeah? yeah. Cool. Uh, which is not necessarily a good or a bad thing. It just is. Just good to be aware of. Um, okay, how do credit cards work, right? So, um, I kind of mentioned this just, I kind of mentioned this in the first, but, um, when you are swiping, so you have a bunch of different credit card companies, right? That will issue a credit card. Mm -hmm. So when you're swiping it, you're using their money to pay what you have or pay for what you're looking for, right? Um, you then have to pay that money back. Yeah. Who knows that? Uh-huh. Um, well, yeah. Uh, well, no, really. <laughs> uh, so here's the deal. Um, you have to pay that money back either right away or by the time that your monthly payment period is over, or they'll let you pay it back in chunks, right? Um, so we're actually going to talk a little bit tonight about how those banks uh, or the people that are issuing their cards make money off of you. Uh, and that might give you a little... Use credit unions. That's a good good thought. So, uh, no, that's a good. I mean, good thing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but um, if, and if you can know that how like how banks are actually making money off you when you use credit cards, that'll actually maybe help you use it wisely, right? Um, so that's kind of the goal for tonight. So, um, how many of you know what a credit limit is? Yeah. Yeah. What's a credit limit, Nathan? The max amount you can spend. The max amount you can spend, aka it's the max amount of loan that a bank will give you. All right. Mm -hmm. So. Um, they can say, so if you have an $8,000 credit limit, they're like, hey, we're not going to let this guy have more than $8,000, but he can do whatever he wants up till then. Um, and that's, that's a loan. So it's essentially the amount of money you have access to to borrow. And so the higher the credit limit, the more money you can spend using your card, and the more trustworthy of a borrower you are, the higher the credit limit will be, right? Mm -hmm. um, a high credit limit sounds great if you're responsible. <laughs> if you're irresponsible and a bank says, hey, you have a $15,000 credit limit, and you're just like, sick, dude, you just go and spend you're going to get in trouble quick, real quick. Uh, and actually, one of the reasons that we do these talks is how many of you have gotten credit cards in the mail from a bank that says, you're pre-qualified? A lot of you should have, and a lot of you that were got one when you were like 18 or 19 and just got out of your parents' house. Yeah? Um, a lot of things to note. So there's a lot of fine print there that you're like, sick, I got a credit card. Don't read the fine print. Um, I think those are really predatory practices, actually, um, because most of us don't actually know how to use that card or what it's going to cost us to use that card, right? Um, so when you get a credit card in the mail, I get one like once a month. They're like, you're pre-qualified. I'm like, sick, shred. Um, they um, they pre-qualified me because they want me to borrow money from them. Um, so um, every month, you know where it says you see minimum payment on your card and it says $25? Have you seen that on credit cards before? So if you have a... It might say statement balance is $600, but you good news, you only have to make a minimum payment of $35. Have you seen that before? That's a deal. And yeah, you're like, oh, sick, a deal. All they got to do is pay off $35 a month. Uh, what they don't tell you is that they're actually charging you interest on the $565 that you don't pay off. Right? They do tell you, right, but they tell you that in like really, really tiny print. Um, 
So, um, the, I personally think the wisest thing to do with credit cards is actually to pay off your full balance every month. Uh, because then you're not paying more money than what you need to be paying, what you owe, right? Um, and so, like I said, banks will make it easy to actually have a minimum payment and to keep a balance on your card. Um, because that's one of the primarily, primary ways that credit card companies make money off of you is when you leave a balance on your card. Because when you do that, um, they can start charging you interest for it. And we'll talk about that in a second. Um, so, but just so you know, keep this in mind. If you don't pay your balance in full, I didn't know this when I was like 19 or 20. Uh, I had a friend that was like, luckily my parents told me like always pay off your balance. So I did, but I had a friend that was like, it's actually good to leave a little money on your card because then you prove that you're a good borrower. And then another friend was like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, they're making money off of you when you leave money on your card. Um, and so luckily I didn't listen to the first one. But, um, so, aka when you swipe your card, it's wise to pay that off when? Before the, the before the due day, right? Um, so then you're only paying that four fifty for a Starbucks coffee, not four sixty five. you know, because you're paying the credit card company. Uh, and so, um, who knows what an annual percentage rate is? APR. What's an APR? Go ahead, Victoria. For as much money as you send, they will give you like a bonus. They'll give you like, uh, like right? They'll give you like. I think you're thinking about. You spend. Uh, you're thinking about rewards points. Okay. Um, not, not bad though. So, um, annual percentage rate is actually the interest on the loan that you're getting to have a credit card. So credit card companies don't say, hey, here's a loan. They just say, here, it's credit. Um, but your annual percentage rate. So if you buy a house and you say, hey, I'm gonna borrow money from you at three and a half percent a year that's a percentage rate um, if you buy a car and they say hey we'll lend you money to buy a car but it's gonna cost you five percent a year that's a percentage rate does anybody know what like average annual percentage rates are for credit cards 23 or something yeah 23 they can range in between like 15 and 25 but 23 is like a really when you said yeah. three I was yeah. like yeah Rochelle yeah. has incredible credit so she's like gonna be like the best at all these numbers but 23% okay if for a house you can buy a house right now and borrow money at 2.75% a year which is like very cheap right for a credit card it's going to cost you 23% a year to borrow money from them um so um and it's also compounding so that's what we're actually going to talk about here yeah so who, somebody get out a calculator for me and I'll, I'll tell you some numbers to calculate um so again, that's the way that credit card companies make money off of you is by charging you interest on your, on your initial payment and then interest on that and it adds up. So 23% is for the year. Um, okay, so let's say this. Let's say uh, Tom goes out and goes on a shopping spree at uh, H&M, spends $1,000. Who's got a calculator over here? Okay, spends $1,000. Uh, and his credit card, his credit card has an 18% yearly interest yearly interest rate, okay? So mm -hmm. Jazz do 0.18, right? 18% 18 times 365. 65,000. Wait, point, point 0.18 times That's 365. What I said. Oh, okay. I thought you meant times 1,000. 65. 65, okay. Um, so 0.18 times, did you, see, you did by 365? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Okay. 0.18 times 365. Are you sure that's what you got? 65.7 okay cool I rounded. you rounded nice 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 um hold up a minute i'm doing okay and then multiply that by a thousand that's what they did the first time 
5,000. Okay, I'm doing my math wrong somewhere here. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 0.18 divided by 365. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now times that by 1,000. 0 0.49. 0 0.49. Hmm. <laughs> I gotta get my formulas right here. Wait a second. Okay, I'll just give you some real numbers. How about that? Okay. Um, goodness gracious. So on my on my sheet, I've used 200 bucks instead of a thousand. So if you have an 18% uh, APR, which means your credit card costs 18% a year, uh, and you have 200 dollars at your car on your card at the end of the month. Um, you get nine cents, and then you times that by thirty. Oh, it's by thirty. That's why I missed it because of the monthly number. I'm sorry. So, um, so you're actually if you have two hundred dollars on your card, right? You spent two hundred dollars at the store, um, and then you don't pay your balance off at the end of the month. They're gonna tack two dollars and ninety five cents of interest onto that, which is not that bad, right? Um, but then if you do it the next month, you're gonna have two hundred and two dollars and ninety five cents on your card, and they're gonna tack that amount of interest on. Then the next month, that's going to add up again. So it compounds. Does that make sense? Um, so it could be 205, and then the next month, they charge you interest on 210, and the next month, they charge you interest on 220, and then it just keeps kind of growing and growing and growing. Go ahead. You're just trying to get a quote percentages. 18% of 200 is 36. It's 36. And so then you'll get 236 times next month, 236 times. Oh, it's not 18%. Yeah, that's where it gets complicated. So if it's 18%... 18% divided by 12, basically. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's where it gets complicated. So it breaks down by month. This is why you um, have a credit card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just pay it off. Yeah, yeah. Can we see what I'm... The point I'm trying to make is it actually compounds. i got to fix my numbers for next time. Dang. Um, um, but the point I'm trying to get at is it compounds, right? And so if you have 205 one month, you don't pay it off. The next month, it's going to be 212. The next month, 225. The next month, 250. The grows. next month, and it grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. Uh, just like investments will grow for you, right? But this is going to put you in a hole. <laughs> so, um, it's a growing hole. That's a growing, growing <laughs> hole. You go farther and farther down. Um, that's why, if you. Um, did you know that two biggest debts for American consumers one, student loans, two is credit cards. Um, and it's because you get, let's say you have a rent payment that, you know, here's 700 bucks. You put that on a credit card. The next month you put it on a credit card. Next month you put it on a credit card and you don't pay it off. Yeah, that's why we don't do that. Um, because it'll just, it'll, it'll trickle, you know. Um, and it's not good. So one of the main ways that credit card companies make money is off your interest. And they do that by you keeping money on your balance. So they'll do it. Pay it off. Um, Another way is annual fees. So most rewards cards will charge you a fee just for the privilege of having the card. So those can range from 20 bucks to $300. So I actually have a card that charges a $95 annual fee. Um, but they said I can upgrade and get one that doesn't have one. Just going to do that. Um, late payment fees. So that minimum statement balance, they say, is all you have to pay for that month. Or that you have to at least pay that. If you don't pay that, then they'll charge you like a $27 late fee. I think legally they can't do more than that. Um, so it's like kicking you right down. So if you can't pay the 35, you're gonna tack on a $27 late fee. And so even paying the minimum keeps is, is what keeps you from getting that. But again, if you pay the minimum, you're still gonna pay interest. So um, 
And then foreign transaction fees. So a lot of cards, if you travel overseas, they'll charge you like one to three percent for spending money overseas because they have to pay all kinds of transactions. Um, okay, so that's like four different ways a credit card company can make money off you. Yeah. Um, from a store standpoint, and then they charge the store a percentage rate to actually be able to accept the card. So they've got like five streams of revenue coming in here, um, which is a great business model for them. They're making killing. Uh, <laughs> so it's not a bad thing. The question is, like, if you know how the game works, then you can play it better. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, um, but there are some reasons that people can get it, that people choose to get credit cards. So sign-up bonuses. That's actually why Cherry and I got a primary credit card. So some, have you ever walked through the airport and they're like, get the Delta Sky Miles card and get 50,000 points, which is a free flight, right? Travel for free. Um, well, they'll, they'll actually, a lot of them will actually do that. And so when Charity and I got married, we got a credit card because we had wedding expenses that we were going to use anyway. Um, and so we got 50,000 free points for me. And then I recommended her, which got me another 10,000 points. And then she put wedding expenses on hers. And then we got another 50,000 points. So we had 110,000 points and paid for our flights and we still have a, a bunch of points. So like... That was a benefit of having a card, right? Because those expenses we were going to use anyway. Um, and we got a bunch of free travel off of it. Um, ongoing rewards. So some cards, I think, help. what's cash back? Is on your Discover card? 5%? Um, it's 5% for certain things and 1% on everything else. Okay. So ongoing rewards. So some cards will actually, did you know that some cards will actually give you like 3%, 5% even cash back mm -hmm. on a card? So if you're going to have expenses anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Can I recommend one? Sure. You promised, my parents use it all the time, which they buy a lot of stuff like corporately. So like, you know, for the Boy Scout troop, they buy the $10,000 worth of malts and then, you know, the troop pays them back, but they get that on their credit totally. card. Uh, awesome. Like doing stuff like that. But they give you like so much money back every month, which my parents spend a lot of money. But um, <laughs> they give you like 6% back or something. That's awesome. Uh, that's, that's great. Wow. You promised. Promise. Yeah. You promised. It might not be that anymore. Just put it in the band. Okay. Um, it helps with student loans too, or something like that. I don't All right, so um, and then so some with some cards you actually can get points for recommending friends. And remember, points are different by card. So some cards will let you use points for travel. Some will let you use them for like experiences, cash back, whatever. Um, essentially, the more money you spend, the more money they make. So they're trying to incentivize you to spend more money, right? So you can, which is how why they do the point system. But if you're going to be spending money anyway and you're traveling, then you can play the game, you know? Um, so, um, also, so there's some cards out there right now that are offering 0% APR for like 18 months. Mm -hmm. um, so, 0% annual percentage rate. What does that mean? No interest, right? It means you get a free, it means there's a free loan for 18 months. Mm -hmm. So, I know, I got a buddy back home that flips uh, houses. And so... Um, he actually got a 0% card so he could buy a bunch of his construction materials, put it on the card, and then he knew he was going to be able to refinance the house and pay it off within six months. So he put X amount of money on the card uh, and paid it off. So it was like a free loan. Um, so there's some cards that will do that as well. But you have that's kind of more you need to know what you're doing. Yeah. Yes. With that, well, because like, that's the only advantage I feel like you could have is like, if you wanted to put a larger percent down on a home and you have a very long interest-free uh, credit card where you could add that money onto your loan, like add that money onto your mortgage at the very beginning? Well, banks won't let you use credit to put money down, but you could use, if you were like flipping a house, you could yeah. use the, the money to buy materials, essentially. But like if somebody was 
Well, that couldn't be one of your first credit cards because your limit would be super low. Correct. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Um, and then some cards will also offer fraud and travel protection. So like six months ago, I had a guy buy like 800 bucks worth of makeup on my credit card, like in two different transactions. Charity. Yeah, it could have been charity. Yeah, jeez. So I called Chase and they like, and they canceled my credit card just like that and then sent me a new one and they did an investigation on the charges and, and got me my money back. Um, never charged me. And they handled that within like a day or two. They had great customer service. But if that happens with your debit card, the bank ain't gonna help you. <laughs> um, so you're still gonna have to owe that money. So just just a heads up, just say no. What was that? Uh, Chase Bank. That's what I use. No, yeah, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, okay, so um, some tips for using a credit card. Okay, find a credit card that best suits your needs. Like we said, right? There's a bunch of. So my buddy in Memphis, he was trying to flip a house, so he had a, a very specific need right there, right now. I want to vacation. I know I'm not going to do any international travel for the next three years because I have small children, but I can stack points for the next couple of years. So when we can, then I can get flights, right? So that's what I use credit cards for. Um, some people might have a bunch of expenses for like groceries and um, things for kids and just things that they're buying all the time anyway, and they can get a 5% back card. Go ahead. Isn't it true when you're first trying to build credit, you can't really be very selective? That is true, actually. That's very true. So I got a credit card. I had to go up with a super low limit. Yeah, and the reason they do that is because you have, have you don't have a proven borrowing history yet, right? Um, and so they actually want to see that you have a proven borrowing history. Um, so uh, another tip is always pay off your monthly balance. I've kind of said that a couple times to avoid incurring interest. So just like investments will compound for you, so will interest, but in a terrible way. Um, also, uh, did you know that the IRS, if you don't pay your taxes on time, Kevin was talking about that, they'll destroy you on compounding interest. So for any of you that are thinking about not paying your taxes this year, uh, the IRS will, they will kill you. <laughs> don't wait till you're making a lot um, of money. And then they'll come get you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, um, so always, another tip, check your account every week to monitor against fraud and also feel the weight of the balance you carry. Okay, it's really easy to swipe some plastic, right? Mm -hmm. How many of you have gone a week and just like swipe, swipe, swipe to swipe? And then you look at, yeah, and you're like, I don't want to look, I don't want to look, I don't want to see what's there, right? And then you look and you're like, Wah! I just threw it from my mouth a little bit. Uh, I would recommend you actually paying your credit card off every week. Yeah, that's yeah. what, that's like what every I Every time I look at my account, I just pay it off. Totally, yeah. yeah. That way it doesn't um, get too high, that way you see your bank account go down. Yeah. 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 So I like to feel it. So I look at it. And I'm like, oh, we gotta stop. Um, but if you, I mean, it is really. So when you use cash, one of the reasons Dave Ramsey recommends cash is because you feel it, right? You're like, okay, I had a hundred in my wallet, and now I have thirty. Whoa. With plastic, ching. <laughs> you don't even feel it until later. <laughs> um, so I recommend checking at least once a month, once a week. Amanda pays hers off every week. Um, but but I think you should do that just to feel the weight of what you got. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Uh, my bank lets me just like pay any amount I want and then I can actually get a negative balance. So I can just pay like 200 bucks on it, get a negative balance and then it'll use that amount True. next time. So cool. it's like, I don't, like you can just prepay your credit card. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's Bank of America. Can you charge Cool. <laughs> All right. Okay, so another, another tip quick. So Keep your balance below 30% of your available credit. Remember I said if you have $8,000 credit or $8,000 credit line, you can spend up to that much? 
You can do um <laughs> Okay. You can do um you can spend if you spend over thirty percent of that, that'll actually hit your credit score. So I re- definitely recommend keeping your amount used of your available credit below thirty percent. So if I have eight thousand dollar credit limit, how much of that can I spend before it starts costing me? It's like twenty four hundred, right? Somewhere in there. Um but if you pay it off every week, you shouldn't have to deal with that. So, um, what's that? It lowers your credit score. It lowers your credit score. Um, so another thing I would say is wait at least six months between credit card applications because every time you apply for a credit card, they do a pull on your credit, which is also going to lower your score. And especially if you have an expense coming up, like I want to buy a car or a house or whatever, you, the higher the credit score, you the more negotiating power you have when you're trying to get a loan, right? Um, and so. Um, if you open too many accounts close together too quickly, uh, they'll hit you for that. Um, Nick is actually going to talk about credit scores next week because they're so complicated. I think they are for a reason. Because um, they want to get no. But uh, so he's actually going to talk about building credit next week, which is going to be helpful. Um, okay, so before you get a credit card, here's some questions that you need to ask yourself: Do I have a steady enough income and the self-control to pay my full balance every month? You just need to take a good hard look. <laughs> is my income steady and do I have self-control? Um, if the answer is no, don't you dare get a credit card. Um, so another thing is, do I have other debt obligations that I need to pay off before I get a credit card? Does that make sense? So um, Dave Ramsey talks about snowballing debt, so attack one at a time and just and direct everything you can at it and you can pay it off. Well, if you already have debt in one area, um, that's like a student loan. It's doing you nothing. It's just a student loan. And then you add a credit card to that, then you're kind of starting to spread yourself thin as far as debt goes. Does that make sense? Um, and then, am I in a stage of life to where having a credit card would be beneficial? Um, so for me, I, I have a wife and kids, so we, we spend money on lots of things, and we want to travel. So it's beneficial for me to have a credit card. Nathaniel and Katie are about to get married, um, and they're going overseas on a honeymoon, right? Are you going overseas? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it might be beneficial to have a credit card and start stacking some travel points so they can travel for free next year. Um, or I'm going to start building and flipping houses. I need a credit card because I'm going to have, I'm going to have a lot of money rotating in and out of my account. Um, and I know I'm going to have what it takes to cover it, but sometimes I'm going to need a little extra, you know? Um, so those are some good questions to ask yourself before you actually snag one. But the most important one is, do I have steady enough income and the self-control to pay it off? Yes. Are they useful? Because the whole reason I have one in the first place is for credit building. So I, so everyone, so the financial world will say, use a credit card, the easiest way to build off your credit, or to start building credit. Um, Nick will Nick will tell you, hey, I actually have lots of ways to build your credit that don't include getting a credit card. Um, so I'm actually going to let him talk about that next week. And so I'm not using build, build your credit as a reason right now, just because Nick is going to kind of talk more about that next week. Um, but the, fi- the financial world will say, Get a credit card to build your credit, and it does help. Um, I think what Nick will say is there's other ways and less risky ways to do it. So, they might. Is, is it true you can't you can't uh, reserve hotel rooms and rental cars without one? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can. Um, rental cars, you can't have a credit card. Yeah. Yeah. Without a credit card? Yep. You rented a car? Really? From Enterprise. You can, okay. you can pay for it on a debit card, but they want a credit card on the file. Yeah. We, yeah. we used a debit card yeah. when you were in California. Really? I've, yeah, I don't, so I'm hearing mixed reviews here. I've definitely heard in the past that you can't, you can't do a car unless you're 25 and have a credit card. 
Um, so that might have changed. Literally said that. Yeah. Dave Ramsey, like specifically partnered with uh, Dollar Car Rental to uh -huh. make sure that they people that followed his plan that didn't have a credit card could get a rental car. Cool. So if you are ever in an airport that has Dollar Car Rental, you can get a car without a credit card. Okay. Are they nationwide? Okay. Um. I'm only paying a dollar to the car because I'm Okay. So, I've got some, some recommendations for credit cards here, so if you have notes, you can write these down. Um, but again, this is, a, this is a recommendation for if you're in the season of life to get a credit card, right? So if you're not, take these notes and save them for later and ask yourself the question, do I have steady enough income and the self-control to get a credit card right now? Are these like, I have no credit, these would be available? I'm gonna go through a couple, a couple layers. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and so number one is start building credit. Um, so uh, this is a card that like I think Nathan was saying about a few minutes ago, like when you first get a credit card, you might have a $400 spending limit. And they said, uh, and you have to pay it off every month before you can spend anymore. There's like more restrictions from the bank. Um, and so here's some questions I would ask when I'm picking a card here. How much is it gonna cost me to actually open this account? Um, so if I'm someone that's making $800, $900 a month, and I want to start building credit, but it's going to cost me $200 to open this low limit credit account. That's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and some banks will do that because they're not making a lot of money off your interest. So they want to make your money off your opening fee, right? Um, so it's good to go for one that's $0 if you can, right? Um, so can I upgrade to a better card later if I'm doing well with this, right? And so um, the reason is you don't want to close accounts and open new ones because that's going to affect your credit store. So you'd rather be able to upgrade. So um, a question I would ask is, when I'm getting one of these low limit credit cards that I'm starting to build my credit off of, is it easy to upgrade to the next level without me having to close this account? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. What even is credit score? Like, how do all these banks? So there, there literally are like algorithms and formulas for, for calculating your credit score. But credit score is essentially your, your, um, credit your credit worthiness as a borrower. Um, and so it's the way that banks and, and lenders can tell, is this person worthy to lend to? Um, around like 650 is like an average score, 800 is, is a great score, 700 is a good score. If you're down to 500, you need, you need to work on your score. Um, so um, that's how banks can tell like your credit worthiness. Um, and so if you have a really low credit score, they're not gonna give you a card with a high limit because you don't have a high credit worthiness. And a bank won't lend you money for a house because they don't know for sure that you'll pay it back. You know what I'm saying? Why does closing the card affect that? That's a great question. Um, this seems like really ridiculous. I'm gonna be honest. There's like a lot of there's a lot of like ways they figure out scores that you're like what? So like for one, so one good one is like they want to see how long you've had a credit card or your you, how long your credit history is. Mm -hmm. So if you can if you have a five year credit history, that's a decent start. You know. Um, but yeah, so they'll penalize. Closing the card. So if you closed a card that you only opened a year ago may not affect your history but uh, your score as much but if you opened a credit card 12 years ago and then you closed it it's going to take your um, length of credit history and drop it significantly and that way it would hurt you i don't know if there's like an actual specific you closed an account it lowers your score mm -hmm. but there's other parts of it that'll hit you because credit history like uh, length of credit history is one of the big things mm -hmm. 
And there's different types of credit scores too. There's a FICO credit score, um, and there's a Experian, Experian credit score. Um, and so that's, that's my next point. So there's three major credit bureaus, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Equifax. Yeah. Um, so you, if you're getting an, if you're opening a card that you want to use to start building credit, you want to actually ask and make sure that they actually report to three major credit bureaus because those are the ones that are monitoring and measuring your credit. And so if you get an opening card, but they don't report to anybody, then that's not going to help your credit score. And if that's the reason you're getting a card, then what are you doing? Sometimes credit unions don't. Yeah, and so sometimes credit unions won't do that because, um, and Nick will talk about this, but some of those are secured by your savings account. We'll talk about it next week. Um, so I have some suggestions for those cards. Um, so Discover It Secured Card. So Discover has a secured card. Um, Capital One Quicksilver One Cashback Rewards. Wow, that's a long card name. Um, Capital One Quicksilver One Cashback Rewards. Um, or Capital One Secured MasterCard. So those are, they say secured cards, right? So they have lower limits on them. Um, well, it's secured because you have to pay like you have to put five hundred dollars down, and then you, your spending limit is five hundred dollars. That's right. That's right. And so it's secured against your deposit. That's account. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the way they can. That's a good way to to start building your credit because they can they can see your worthiness right mm-hmm. without them taking a hit. Um, okay, so those are some cards that are good if you're just wanting to start building credit and kind of practicing using debt well. Um, okay, but what if you want rewards? So this is my favorite reason to get a credit card um, so again questions to ask myself so here's the thing a lot of those rewards programs will say hey if you spend three thousand dollars in the first three months then you'll get fifty thousand points okay if you don't normally spend three thousand dollars in three months you probably shouldn't go buy a bunch of crap to get fifty thousand points you know what i'm saying but if you're getting married and you're going to spend x amount of money anyway then it would be a good reason to or if you do spend that money anyway does that make sense so like most of your expenses should not be over three thousand dollars for three months um, so realistically, you're not going to get much back in, in rewards. Yeah. yeah. In the like season of life you're in, because I barely get anything either. Yeah. If you're just like putting gas on it, you're going to get something, but it's not going to be that much. Not enough to to want to go get that, right? But when you get a job that's paying not that you should do it. a salary and like good money, like that's something to think about, right? So, um, so. But when you need to ask yourself, so there's different kinds of rewards cards. So some will give you rewards on shopping and dining. Some will give you rewards on travel. Some will give you cash back. Some will give you rewards for gas. All kinds of things. So And you actually can pick through the card and, and find one that's best for you. Um, and so I, you kind of ask yourself, what do I spend my money on and what rewards do I want to use? So for me, it's I want to use travel, right? Um, so I got a chase card because I can actually use my rewards on any airline and I can transfer them through all these airlines. I can use them for rental cars and hotel rooms, Airbnbs. Um, and so, uh, so, but if you have like a Delta card, then you can only use your points towards Delta, right? Um, so it's just things to be aware of. I have a question. Yeah. Is that the same, Home Depot and Lowe's kind of credit cards similar to that? Like that's exact. that's exactly right. So if you have a Home Depot, yes. go ahead. When you go to a store and they ask you to apply a credit card, they usually have more than one credit card and some of them will be for in-store only and you can only use it at that store and all of your rewards will probably only be able to use at that store. But some of them, like Lowe's offers one that's a, what's that called? I don't know, forgot the name. Or like all of them, they, they might actually make it a Visa card or 
a MasterCard or whatever, <clears throat> and you can actually use it other places. But not all stores do that. And so that's another, usually those aren't very good deals unless you're getting a real credit card with it, because not all of them are real credit card, but credit card you can use anywhere. A lot of them will tell you it's all this good deal, and you realize, oh, I can't actually use this. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll try to get you like, hey, get 25% off your purchase if you sign up for this card. You know, yeah. so. Um, if you're making a $20,000 purchase, it might work in what? Um, okay, so, well, when you're buying construction materials, you know. I know, yeah. Um, okay, so, so another thing I ask myself for these cards, is there actually a sign-up bonus? So I don't sign up for a credit card unless I have a large sign-up bonus and I don't do it. Um, and I've only, I mean, I've only had two, but I did them in times of life where I was, I knew that I was going to meet those. Uh, and then you want to see what the, so if, again, if it's $3,000 in three months, you guys probably aren't going to spend that right now, but maybe a thousand in three months, you will. So if there's some magic card that wants to get a lot of signups and say, Hey, spend a thousand bucks in three months and you get 50,000 flyer points, that might be worth it. You know, um, again, if you have to increase your spending to get the reward, not worth it. Right. Um, so, and then I would also ask myself for, this is for rewards cards, right? How complicated are the rewards? Remember, do you remember the Capital One commercials where they used to say, no blackout dates? And they used to have like the guy that wanted to go to the ski trip during like June of the year. Or no, he like couldn't go on the ski trip during Christmas time, but he could only book a date for the ski mountain in June. And they were like, no blackout dates on Capital One. So like essentially it's, credit cards will, companies sometimes will restrict like when you can actually use your rewards because you know, January's peak season to go, or December's peak season to go skiing, right? But June's not, so they'll say, hey, you can't use it in December, but you can use it in June. So you want a card that doesn't have blackout dates, um, like, doesn't do, like, doesn't put you in crappy seats on planes and that kind of stuff. So again, most of you guys probably won't be using those now, but just keep in mind for the future when you are making the kind of money for that. Um, so card suggestions. So I use the Chase Sapphire Preferred card, um, and um, it's a... Uh, <laughs> It's a fancy name for a credit card that gives me good points. Um, I'm prepared. Look at me. Um, so, uh, you have a Discover Rewards card? What's the name of yours? Uh, yeah, Discover Card. Discover Card. So, Rochelle's got I have a, a Chase Rewards. Um, I get 1.5% cashback. Nice. Um, there's also... 1.5%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... Okay, so and okay, and think about this from a game. So we're talking about like how do you play the game here? So if a credit card company is giving you 1.5% back on every purchase, that means they're making more than that, right? Right, because they couldn't afford to give it to you if they weren't making it. So you should ask yourself where where they get this money from. They're getting it from merchants, and then they're getting it from interest rates on other people. Not from me, no. I don't pay no interest rates. But you should ask yourself like, you start asking yourself those questions like, how can they afford to give me? One and a half percent interest. Like, where do they get this money from? Um, and so then you'll like you'll learn how to play the game a little bit. Um, so another good card for that is the Chase Freedom Unlimited card. They call it, um, and you can use it on. I like cards that you can use on any flight, um, on any airline, because I like to fly Delta, but sometimes like freaking Spirit Airlines has a cheap flight down to Florida. So uh, and Delta is six hundred dollars. So. Um, okay. So all right, it's eight twenty. So we're gonna finish up real quick. Um, there's another card that, so another type of card if you want to save money on interest. I don't think anyone's going to be doing that right now, so we're just going to skip that. I'll put the notes up. Um, at the end of the day, um, with credit cards, 
you can actually use them and use them well and you can use them to your advantage and you can also get in a lot of trouble with them and get hurt real bad um, so before you get a card ask yourself what's your motivation and 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 you'll know you know if it's like hey I want to spend money that I don't have right now but I really want to buy a whole bunch of presents for Christmas and I'll figure it out later don't be a credit card you know um, um, Use a credit card all year, then use rewards to buy your Christmas presents. There we go. Um, and so, and so, actually, I mean, it's it's like a, like I'm kind of joking about it, but it's it's actually like a serious thing. Like you can get in, in deep trouble with credit cards. Um, I know a bunch of people that have, um, and uh, it can keep you from buying a house that you want or buying a car or, and it's not a good feeling to look in your account and say I have six thousand dollars in debt that I have to pay off this year. But then all the money that you're making, you're not feeling like I can use it to myself. I have to give it to whatever bank, you know. Um, but you can also use them really well, and you can use them to your advantage. Um, and so, but ask your, I guess the main takeaway I want you guys to have is ask yourself the hard questions before you get one. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't go past what you think that you can handle right now, you know. And so if you can only handle a secured card right now, that's, that's, that's fine. Go put $500 down, get a secured card. Work off that and start building what you need to be able to use a, a regular one. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, any preguntas? Questions? Mm-hmm. Yes. I guess just like, because like Rochelle was saying, if you have like a card for like 12 years or whatever, yeah. like you don't want to cancel that. So yeah. do you have like multiple credit cards and then like you see a benefit to getting one, you open it up and then like you just add to how many? I, I wouldn't, like, no. I wouldn't. Um, some I know some people that have four or five credit cards, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of people that do that might have two or three businesses that they want to make and one for a business. Mm-hmm. I personally wouldn't do that. I I had two at once and now I have one in charity and I actually combined ours into one mm-hmm. just so we can keep track of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, we won't, we like to build our history just on one. So okay. that's a good question. Yeah. Did Did you have something different on that? Or I have yeah, five. Okay, <laughs> tell us five. Do you have five personal ones? Okay, well, do you have, uh, is there like, it depends your credit score probably. Yeah, it's not necessarily the next thing, but I've also, I have 12 years of credit history, so. Yeah. I mean, I started out with a $250 limit, and now I have like $30,000 worth of credit limit for my credit card. But it's just for different reasons. Like, when I was in school, I got an 18-month interest-free one, and I put my books on it. Not because I didn't have the money in my account, because I didn't want to spend all the money in my account. And so I like left it on there for a little while to like give myself breathing room. Totally. Like there's been a lot of different reasons. Yeah. I do have a couple store cards. Yeah. That I got really good deals on. But I they're also they're not just store cards. They're also like Visa cards. You can use them. Yeah. Yeah. And Rochelle's like very very strategic when it comes to like. But I I mean I have five now. I didn't until I after I was twenty (laughs) five. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thanks for adding that. Can you remind me, you were talking about, I'm just looking for the vocabulary word that you use, about how like you have to make sure that your credit card reports your credit score to the three... Three major credit bureaus. Thank so you. when you're asking, so like, hey, do you guys report credit scores to the three major right. credit You can just ask that. TransUnion equals X. And, um, it's just any of the major credit cards, they definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a so, um, yes, B, 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 B
And that, that, that's, that's not just about credit cards, though. So there's, Nick yeah. will actually talk about this next week. There's actually different types of credit. So you have like revolving credit, you have, um, what do you call installment. installment credit. And what's the, what's the mortgage one called? Um, your mortgage has a certain type, is a certain type of credit. Oh, well. I just and so banks want to see that you can actually handle three different types or different types of credit. Different types. Uh huh. Okay. So like so a like mortgage. A student loan is an installment loan, actually. Right. So yeah. I have like a student loan on my account that's paid off, and then yeah. three like regular credit cards. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't. Yeah. You're not very diversified, kind of. Yeah. All just resolve. So they want you to get a car loan. Car loan. But I would do that. What's the difference between like TransUnion and Equifax? They're just the, they're the reporting companies. So they're these big companies that aggregate data from everywhere mm-hmm. and have all your personal information. One of them actually got hacked last year, yeah, they uh, and they had to pay out millions yeah. in damages for it. Uh, well, Equifax, I think it's Equifax. They're all lying. Is Equifax? <laughs> they're all scammers. Um, and so they they have all of your data and they monitor how you are like how credit-worthy you are, essentially. They're bad. Uh, so, like, if, like, one is different than the other, if one's higher than the other, how would you... And they and they have different ways of... Rec- mm-hmm. So, yeah, again, they have different ways of reporting. So, slightly different. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, on my... So, just for example, when I went to buy a house last year, on my... If you check my TransUnion score, it was, like, 750. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. And then you checked my FICO score, and I was, like, 675. I was, like... You know, and so, the FICO one calculated calculated my score in a different way mm-hmm. uh, and lenders are mostly going to use the lowest score because they want to be able to have the negotiating power so they look at all three? Oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like credit for like a house not for yeah. credit karma will combine them all and, yeah so that's a great point so if you want to like check your credit score credit karma is a good is a good app to have yes. uh, and they don't pull your credit when you're checking your score mm-hmm. um, what's that? It's also They're very your taxes. Yeah. Hey, that's nice. Wait, what? Is it even on a 1099? Like if you're starting out your uh-huh. your credit, because I screwed this up yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. Depends on yourself. I would say yeah. I would say depends on your person. So yeah. if you're like, hey, I'm very frugal and I don't really spend money unless I have to, uh-huh. I'd say just get a just a get the yeah a normal one. But if you're like, I spend money every chance I get, then you should probably get a. Because my thought was like I'm paying interest on my own money. That's stupid. Uh huh. I mean, it is stupid. <laughs> but they use it to load your credit. Yeah. Um, so, and it's like I mean, we have different people have different modes of operating. You know, so you just honestly, you just know your. If you know, the more you know yourself, and the more you know the game, the better you'll play at it. You know what I'm saying? So, that's why they're possibly. Does it? I want to see what Nick has to say on that. Yeah. They're designed yeah. for credit building. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see what. Yeah. Um, so Nick's going to talk a lot next week about credit scores and how to build them. Uh, and I'm excited to hear what he says about how you can build it outside of credit. Scores. That's fine. Um, all good? 
Okay, someone that's good at math, come help me figure out what was wrong with my formula. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not good at math, but I don't know what formula. So. Okay. Hello. Hello. Why? Yeah. Why? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll let him know. All right. Okay. Bye.